voice. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Right. Well, now let me put it this way. All the corpses buried around here was to stand up all at once. We'd have one hell of a population Now you know what we are. Now you know what you are. You'll never grow old, Michael. And you'll never die. But you must feed them. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast. In today's movie, we are doing The Lost Boys. My name is Alan. And I'm Ryan. And today we're going to talk about this vampire movie that came out in 1987. All right. And this is one of my favorite vampire movies. I still view this as one of the main vampire movies out still today. Where does this rank for you? Of vampire movies? Uh... Well, <laughs> yeah. If you okay, okay. All the vampire movies. See, I like the movie. I know you don't. I like the movie Blade. Oh, see, see, I knew you were gonna do that. Oh. So I like Blade, but but I also like Lost Boys too. So of all the vampire movies, those would be my my top ones. I'm not into the the newer versions. Okay, of but Blade. Movies. That's more of like a superhero. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's more like action, right? Yeah, like sword fighting, and it's like right. yeah, I view that as more of superhero. I mean, he's a vampire, but. I guess more traditional vampires, not not counting like a blade, which is you know more superhero. Yeah, Lost Boys is more uh, along of horror thriller. I yeah. would I would call it versus Blade is more action, action. Yeah, thriller. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't call it a horror movie by any means. So okay, so again, so taking Blade out, that style of vampire, more traditional horror, because I think a vampire is more of horror. Where does Lost Boys rank in that sense to you? Oh, it's it's definitely the top one. I mean, before the Lost Boys, and you thought about vampires, what you would think of Bella Lugosi? Oh yeah, that's going yeah, that's going that's way going back. way back. And from yeah. that that idea of a vampire, I think the Lost Boys changed that idea of what a vampire is. Yeah, I think. Th- that and I'm not sure what I didn't do my homework on this. I don't know what came out first, but there was also one right around the same time period that I thought was equally good called Fright Night. Oh, with, I didn't see that one. That sounds familiar though. Oh yeah, that was in the late '80s, also with Chris Sarandon about a guy who, you know, a vampire moves next door to him and he knows and he's trying to convince others of it and they don't believe him and you know it's basically a horror vampire movie, a, a haunted house next door with this vampire living in it, you know. But I remember it came out at the same time period as The Lost Boys, and for years I couldn't, um, I couldn't really decide which one I liked better out of the two. Wow. They're, yeah, they're both different. This one's more of a uh, Lost Boys is more of a kind of a hip, you know, youngster teen thriller one, and the other one's more of a, I guess, a serious one. It doesn't have the comedy. Well, there is a comic relief guy. I don't know. They're just they're they're a different tone, I guess. You know, they don't have the Corey guys like with the comedy and stuff like that. It's a little more serious. But they came out around the same time, and I didn't know which one I liked better. Did Friday Night do well at the box office? Do you remember? Mm, that's hard to say. Yeah, I don't really remember. I don't remember. But I think going back, they both. Okay, how does this one still hold up to you though? Because I was gonna say I think. I think Fright Night holds up good still, I think, aside from the visual effects, which are a little dated, but at the time they were state-of-the-art. And I watched this one recently, The Lost Boys, and I I think this one still holds up too, don't you? Yeah, I watched, I I caught this flick again maybe about a month ago, and I watched it with my family, and uh, I thought it still still holds. I think uh, other than the 80s 
clothes, right, and the hair, and, and the and hair and stuff. But yeah. uh, the the storyline itself is is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, the story was great, and I like the the whole scene that takes place right here in Santa Cruz. You know, with the beach and the boardwalk and stuff like that. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, oh, keep talking. I'm sorry. No, I mean I like the the setting and everything was great. When I and I don't mind it now as an adult because I just rewatched it and I liked it a lot but when I was a younger kid who I think this was you know meant for teens I first had a problem with the pacing the first time I saw it oh no kidding I, I thought you know it was probably like an hour into the movie out of an hour and a half movie it was probably an hour into the movie until that part where Kiefer Sutherland calls the the Michael is his name in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Calls him up to the tree and says, "Oh, you don't want to miss this." Oh. And they 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 like vamp out and have fangs and all that kind of stuff and like right. kill all those guys on the beach. That was like an hour into the movie till they showed any like vampire fangs or anything. Nick, wow, I didn't realize it was that deep into the movie. Right. I mean, it was way. I mean, they. they I. There was no even evidence that they were really vampires before then. You know. Well, they did allude to it. it the the movie opens where where a camera. Or someone's flying towards the parking lot, I think. Right, but you don't see it. But you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they 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 had to do it that way because their budget wasn't that big. So yeah. Joel Schumacher said, "Well, we can't really afford to have all these visual effects, so we're just going to you know have the camera fly over and allude to this is a vampire." That's the funniest thing because you know what? Are you talking about when the credits are going? Or, or In the very very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but there's two scenes. Are you talking about where the credits are coming up and it's just panning across the ocean? Because that I didn't even take as a flying scene at all. Yeah, that's a scene. Yeah, when they're, when they're when they're flying over the ocean, you see the boardwalk, I believe, right? Right. And so. And then there's this this couple in the car making out in the parking lot. Yeah, that that's like another like ten minutes afterwards. You're gotta be kidding me. Is it really? Yeah, because well, the couple making out in the parking lot that they they kill. That's that's the same couple they got into an argument on the merry-go-round earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an hour in. No, that's not an hour in. <laughs> but I was saying, when the credits are going, when it says the Lost Boys on the credits, yeah. up, there's it's just filming ocean and like kind of going towards the boardwalk. Gotcha. I, I didn't take that as like a flying scene. You're talking. I know the scene you're talking about. Though. Yeah, when the when like they rip off the like the roof yes, of the car. Yes. Okay. Yes. They the, rip that, off the roof. Isn't right. it in the beginning? Of the movie? Yeah, that is in the beginning. Yeah. 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 No, I I got that, but. But you didn't see what was really going on, did you? No, no. You you just kind of assumed something was going on, but you didn't know it was a vampire. Right, right, right. I been, It could have been a ghost or whatever. You had no clue what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying that, like... Uh, but don't you think it added to the effect of not oh, knowing what it was? Oh, now I could... There's been plenty of movies that since have built up slowly and they don't reveal, like, the monster, you know, till towards the end like the last yeah. 20 minutes is kind of what they did here but I'm saying like as a teen that pacing to me I remember seeing this as a little kid thinking I just wanted to fast forward to the last 30 minutes of the movie <laughs> because it literally is it's like an hour until that scene that I'm talking about where they really like reveal themselves as who they are vampires you're right yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. but I think it was worth the wait and then on the flip side uh, again that's, that kind of goes hand in hand even though we're talking about the Lost Boys the flip side that Fright Night movie that I was telling you about there's a scene within the opening 10 minutes where he breaks into his neighbor's house and completely vampires out on him and attacks him, you know, and that's right off the bat. Right. You know, and uh, so it, you knew right away and a bunch of things happened right away where the Lost Boys, I felt like the action sequences didn't happen till, well, really, uh, most of the stuff happened really towards the end. You know, the, last the big action stuff was 
yeah, towards the end. But even it, like I, I thought it was still pretty exciting. Mostly, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think the story probably didn't start rolling until Michael, Michael starts turning when he yeah. gets bit, or actually when he's actually first hanging out with Kiefer's group. Yes, You're right. It's like, man, you know, would you like some food? It's yeah, like, Michael, why are you eating maggots? Yeah, that, you know, that, that was good. So I think from that point, I think the movie started to roll because Michael's trying to deal with himself and he's going through these changes. Yeah, and then then the brothers is like, oh my god, my brother's a vampire. What do I do? Right, and there, then there was a scene too that I remember fascinating me as a youngster, like. uh where they're hanging off this elevated train track. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. right? And you're thinking, like, before you know what they are, you're thinking, are they, like, going to kill themselves or what? Because they literally just drop into nothingness. Right. right? Like, off the track, and they're telling the guy, well, <laughs> don't, basically, don't be scared to drop, you know, because <laughs> you won't die, you know? But, uh, yeah, that was a, I remember being, like, an intense scene where you kind of think something's up with them, but not sure. That was, was that, that was right around that same scene you're talking about. It right? was, and that, that was, that was a, a really cool way to film it because, you know, that, that sense of holding on and hanging on to something for your dear life. Right. And as a train's running over, you can tell like they're having a hard time holding on. Uh, and right. as they as they drop through, I guess clouds or smoke. Yeah. In the distance, you can hear them. They're still alive. They're, they're, yeah, they're still yeah. talking. Like jump, jump. Yeah. And then he lets go. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what happened. He lets go. As he's falling, it transitions to his bedroom, and he falls onto his bed. I didn't understand that though. Did, what did that symbolize? Or did it symbolize anything? It symbolizes nothing. <laughs> just that he survived the jump or something? He survived the jump, and I just assumed that, you know, when he got home, he they. Uh, this is my perspective. I, I assume that he had that ability to fly and that him and his buddies flew him home. Right. And they literally dropped him off. Right. And he landed on the bed. That's kind of what I got. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you yeah. know, I don't know. Man, yeah, that's, that was my point of view. But I just like that he kind of he starts flying, and he, he can't control himself. Yeah. And then his brother's like, <laughs> Sam, help me. He's like, no, you're yeah. a man. I'm both sick of a bitch. Yeah, that part was good. That part was good. What you about, though, getting back to what you were saying, you kind of were piggybacking on me about Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. So this this movie obviously was based in California, Santa Cruz. And, uh, you know, I grew up on the East Coast, and you're, you're a California guy. Uh-huh. Now, knowing that this movie was filmed there, did you have that intrigue to go to Santa Cruz, or do you do you perceive Santa Cruz any differently every, every time you go? Uh, do you ever think about well, it? It's funny because my wife and I do point out, like when the cable cars are going over, there's like a little cable thing you could take down uh, in the air, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Cable. And there's the scene that captures one of the cars has like a fake guy sitting in it. And it even it even shows it on the Lost Boys. It's like a statue sitting inside the car already. Oh, really? And they filmed it on the Lost Boys, and then every time you could still see that go by, oh, look, that was the guy that was in the movie. He, he's still in that thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't he's know still that. In there. One of the carts has a fake guy. Wow. So all the carts hold like two people. You know, you could go on it with someone. Sure. But one of them, you could only fit one person because it has a fake guy sitting in there already. And it's there's <laughs> <laughs> a fake guy from the Lost yeah. Boys. And they film it in the movie, and then, yeah, that's what we always say. We're like, oh, you know, there's from the movie. So we still talk about that, that oh this, this was filmed in the movie you know that's pretty cool and i don't know if you know this but sometimes um they show the movie the lost boys on the beach i heard about that yeah yes. at night yeah, yeah. Oh, that must have been fun but I, I don't think when i was i saw this movie when i was little like six or seven so i didn't i don't know even know if i had been to santa cruz or even knew about santa cruz i was really little yeah but like i thought they captured um the feel of a theme park really cool right you know like, yeah because the opening scene of the lost boys you know they really capture the ro- the roller coasters going by and the 
you know, people flying around on rides. I had always gone to like theme parks when I was little, and I thought they captured that pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I haven't been to Santa Cruz in a while, but. It, it, essentially, it looks exactly the same as it did in the movie. Yeah, it looks the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks the exact same. They captured that really good. Um, and, it, you know, they called it something different in the movie, but everyone knew, knew it was Santa Cruz. Yeah, it was like Santa Claire yeah, or something so, like that. Yeah, they just like named that. it different. I, I heard that the reason why they did that was because a long time ago, there were a lot of murders in Santa Cruz. Oh. And they didn't want to film there because they, they, they already distanced themselves from that. Uh, right. So they had to change the name of the, the, the location. But it, oh. that, that, that pier is iconic yeah, for Santa Cruz. Yeah, you know? it had the Big Dipper roller coaster. You knew exactly what it was. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Was. Yeah. But yeah, so they captured that really good. So yeah, I, th- I like the setting. Like I said, I love the characters the, uh, for the most part. As a matter of fact, Kiefer Sutherland's character, I remember when I was a little kid wanting my haircut exactly like that guy's haircut. <laughs> I did. I did. I because I saw this when I was probably like six or something like that and he had that like really like spiky really? I well yeah today it's horrible obviously. But back then in the eighties so did you have it? Did no. You, you never no, my, my mom wouldn't like me get it. <laughs> good, good for mom. Mom understands. No hold on. When you first saw that because you were younger too did you not think that haircut was cool? No, no, no I'll tell you about Kiefer Sutherland. He scared the crap out of me. He was a scary guy. Like when he, you know, like in the end of the movie where, where they turn into like more of a monster features, his eyes, they had like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, as a kid, I actually got scared. That was a scary thing. And and I remember him. He was the dude from um, Stand By Me. Remember him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, again, in that movie, played a creepy guy. Yeah. He so was every time of... I see Keeper Sutherland, yeah. he creeps me out. Every. Every everything he does except that Jack Bauer thing, he looks and, different. And that's why I like, that's why I liked him too. Because like, I mean, the haircut, and then he would just—he was the coolest character in the movie, right? He had yeah. the cool part. He, he was did. like the yeah. lead bad guy, and he was just cool. He was just cool. Yeah, he, he has that cool. voice. Yeah, he was know? just cool, exactly. But um, so yeah, I remember liking that. Um, how do you think, Ed? If you had to say, how do you think today, going back and watching it, that that if you were watching it for the first time, how does the acting hold up? Um, I thought it was it was, it was done well. Uh, again, I, I, what's his name? Corey Phil, Corey Haim. Yeah. Well, yeah. But oh, both Corys were in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- these aren't like Oscar caliber performances <laughs> and stuff. But for what it is, it is a vampire movie. It is a horror movie. I mean, it's no different than some of the cheesy stuff you see today, you know. But I I do like this Lost Boy story. I I like how it developed. I like I like the struggle between the brothers. I like how the mom is like, I don't understand you boys. What are you guys doing? It's, right. it's. I'm not gonna say it's a coming of age. Or is I know, it? Is it a little bit. Yeah, yes, a little it's bit. It's kind of like that. I mean, like, you got two brothers. They're they're they portray them as very close brothers in the beginning of the movie. Yes, they and are, then yeah. and then there's a struggle between the two. You know, my brother's a vampire. What do I do now? Right, right, you know? right. What I what I thought was kind of pointless in the movie was um, Star's son. Was that her son or her brother? I don't know. I mean, I know the, that character that you're talking about, but yeah, I, I didn't find any use for him. Yeah, there's no use for that kid at all. I mean, <laughs> the guy was freaky when he turned into a vampire, but I thought his, his role was kind of pointless, and even the girl's role in the movie was kind of pointless, too. Yeah. Other than just trying to bait Michael in to join the group. You know what I think? About it. Going back and watching this, I never realized it before. I don't know if you picked up on it. There's a scene where she says, like, oh, um, David, which is Kiefer Sutherland's character, the lead guy, he... Uh, he wanted you to be my first victim. Like, see, oh. so, so I think what that movie captured that other vampires didn't, at least what they were going for, is her and Michael and the the little tiny kid, 
they could go out in the sunlight. Did you notice that? Oh. There's several instances. They're just walking Because they're not full vampires. Is that what it is? Right. Yeah. I think they don't fully turn until they kill someone and drink, like, another human's, like, blood. Right. Until they make their first kill. Right. Uh, right? Because Kiefer Sutherland and his group of, like, three or four other guys, they can't go out into the sun. That's right. Yeah, well, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. So they, they, are, they haven't really fully turned yeah. until they really do that, you know? Because that's that, even that part where... They finally reveal themselves as vi- vampires. He says, you know, oh, Michael, you know, your time's over of watching re- watching us. Basically, time to join our club. You know, like yeah. he, they wanted him to go kill someone. Sure, you know, sure. And he didn't, but I don't think that you fully turn in this movie until, like, you... Until you... Yeah, kill someone else. Make your first kill. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think what, what starts him off with, because how Michael got his powers to begin with was... In that underground hotel thing, they had to get Michael to drink that bottle of yeah, blood. Yeah, it was it was his blood, Kiefer Sutherland's blood. Oh, I thought I I took it as the the head vampire's blood. Uh, oh, I think they said it was Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, was it Kiefer's? Blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was his blood. So I mean, he had the vampire blood in him, but I don't think he was yet fully turned yet until he makes. His yeah, first yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you, yeah. I didn't catch yeah. on to that either. That I just always caught that like. Oh, they're but why did he Because he was insistent on wearing his sunglasses. I just assumed that he was. But he was walking around in the sun. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was walking around in the sun. That's right. And yeah. so was she. Yeah. And then you re- recall there's a scene where they go and hunt the vampires in a cave and they yeah. stab one of them. And Kiefer Sutherland's character grabs him. Oh, and he gets burned. Right. That's and right, they yeah. drag him out in the sun and Kiefer Sutherland yeah. gets like, he gets burned. Yeah. But the other guys just walk around in the sun. Right? That's like, true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, see? Very <laughs> observant, young man. I like that. So, so, what was I saying? Oh, we were talking about the acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked Kiefer Sutherland in this a lot. Michael was okay. I, I didn't, I wasn't wild about the two Corys. I mean, they, they were comic, they were the comedy really. I guess they were the comedy really. Yeah, yeah. And it was 80s. Like yeah. you said, it was 80s. Sure. It was 80s style. But when I go back and watch this, some of the 80s acting, I mean, if you were to watch it for the first time, like I'm all, oh, that, the, that's a that's a little cheesy, you know. You were supposed to assume that the, the younger, uh, not Sam. Um, yeah, Sam's a young one. Uh, Sam's a young one. That he's like what, maybe fourteen, fifteen in the movie. I guess. Yeah, he's really young. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess for its time. I mean, what what did that guy do before Lost Boys? Or was that his first major break? You know, I hadn't seen any of those actors before the Lost Boys. I think that was a this could be his first. I think all of them kind of were launched into a little bit of more stardom from this one. From that one, yeah, I I, I give that a pass. But I, again, I'm not watching this movie for the Oscar. Yeah, you're not gonna watch yeah. it for the acting. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, okay, another thing, I loved at the end. I'm jumping ahead towards the end of the film. I loved at the end where the, all the vampires attack the house, and you finally get you know the the fights at the end. Oh, going man. back and watching this, you'll you won't believe this though. Well, you probably realized it before, but each vampire against the kids lasts about like 10 seconds they kill each one of them almost immediately instantly yeah instantly yeah right yeah. they're running through the house and then the ones behind the door and traps them and then they shove them into the holy water right. tub yeah dead instantly yeah and the other guy attacks them and they shoot him with an arrow through the with the 
music stereo or whatever. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Death by stereo. <laughs> How could you forget that? Come on, man. That's one of the, well, I guess it was pretty quick. Right, they're dead quick. But it was still, for some reason, even though it's funny you say that it was quick, I never thought of it as quick because I always felt that that was a really fast-moving scene. But now that I think about it, they actually died fairly easily. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the, by a bunch of kids. Yeah, they didn't even as as I thought they any did. offense at all. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they have all the vampire powers, and they really didn't utilize their gifts. Yeah, yeah, for uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but I did always like that in scene with Kiefer Sutherland's character and Michael's character yeah. like, battling. I felt that one lasted a little longer, and they yeah. kind of had some words and stuff. You know, I like that. It almost seems like uh, his character and Kiefer's character because they're like. They're kind of like vampire brothers, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and they're just kind of fighting each other. And, you know, I, I guess Sam just got kind of outsmarted by doing that little flip move and, and kind of pierced his yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. But you know what's weird? When Kiefer died, though, I was, I was curious about this one. All the other vampires just kind of like, kind of exploded when they, <clears throat> excuse me, when they died, didn't they? <clears throat> well... Well, the one exploded because of the electric or whatever. And the, other. And, and, and the holy water, didn't he kind of like a... He like melted away or something. Yeah, know? but when Kiefer died, he just laid there. That's why I was I was never convinced he fully Was it because died. he just got stabbed, though? He got like stabbed through the impaled, right? So he didn't... But really... I thought with the... Vet, well, yeah, I, I guess. Because I remember watching the movie on the rewatch. It's like, oh, like... Can, is he really, really dead? Yeah. You know, because he didn't die. Like, he, he almost had like a... Like a lasting breath, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. He wasn't. It wasn't like an immediate kind of thing. His was like a drawn out, a drawn out kind of death, where I, I guess in vampires you're supposed to stab him in the heart. Right. Did he hit the heart? Right. Right. You right. know. But then I think that I think they drew it out too. Going back and watching it because after he gets thrown onto the spikes or whatever, you know, and he's dying, music's playing and it's showing Michael, you know, looking at him and stuff. I think it's so drawn out. Because it keeps on viewing Michael, too, because you're waiting to see if he turns back into human. Oh, because, that's right, yeah. Because he, he actually says, I don't feel any different. Right. Yeah. But I think it's drawn out, and he keeps on panning to him because they're seeing if he'll change because, you know, once you kill the lead guy, you're supposed to change back. Right. According to yeah. that movie. You yeah, know, change yeah. Change back. And then, of course, he didn't change back, and then that's that's the reveal that he wasn't the lead guy, right? <laughs> well, that was cool. That was a nice twist. That was a nice twist, right? Yeah. That was a really cool twist. I, I did not see that coming at what, the time. I would, oh, when I saw that the first time, I had no clue whatsoever. <laughs> I thought that was totally the lead guy because uh, he's the only guy you see the whole movie. Really, yeah, you know? yeah, that's exactly it. And the other guy is just kind of a go goofy guy, right? Like, right, <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to like you know hook up with the mom. Yeah, he's just like an older guy. Well, like yeah, because they throw that red herring where you know the, he comes over for dinner. Oh, yeah, right. that was a good scene. And, and they throw all the garlic. You know, I was like, oh, I bet you don't like garlic. I was like, well, I do, but just not so much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, they're really throwing you off. He is not a vampire. Yeah, they they totally threw that. And they did a good job of that. They yeah. did a really good job of that. Yeah, it worked. Because <laughs> I, I remember thinking, oh, uh, yeah, that was, no, that was a very cool touch. I really like that touch a lot, actually. Because they, uh, they had that same type of thing where, uh, you know, and again, Fright Night had the same thing too, where the vampire can't come into your house unless you invite, invite them. To, unless you invite oh no, kidding, really? Fright Night had the same thing, you know, like the the kid 
his friend says, oh, your best protection is, you know, the vampire can never come attack you until he's been invited in, you know. But then the kid comes home from school and the vampire is sitting in, in the, on his couch because the mom had invited him in. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And cool. you see Friday Night? No, no, no. We're going to have to do this for Halloween. Yeah, you, you know? have to watch Friday Night. Yeah. And then he even says something like, he says, he says to the guy, again, this is on a different movie completely, so I don't even want to talk about it, but he even says to the guy, because I remember it so clearly, he even says, well, now that your mom's invited me in, he's all, I'll probably drop you by quite a bit. <laughs> then he even says something like that. He's all, he's all in fact, he's all, he's all in fact, he's all, uh, anytime I feel like it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. But, uh, so yeah, um, what else? Do, what else do you want to add to this one, Ed? The Lost Boys. Um, nothing really. Again, this is this is it's 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 summertime right now. This is a great summer movie. Yeah, you know? it, yeah, it is. It is. It's it's uh, it's still a classic. I mean, this will still hold up. You'll be perfectly satisfied watching it still today. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. And a lot of people actually haven't seen this movie because I, at the time, I I think it did okay at the box office. But I did ask a lot of people at work, like, hey, you know, we're going to do The Lost Boys. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, man, I you're think, missing out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's getting a little too old where a lot of people now may have not seen it, you know, because it is like an 80s. Or you, yeah, it's like 86, 87 or so. You know, so it's, it's a while back. Yeah, it is a while back. It's like a it's like a cult classic, you know, kind of. Oh, yeah. I, I re- yeah. So yeah. recommend, right? You would recommend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to all the other vampire stuff out, I mean, I would take it, I like it more than any of the other vampire stuff you do, like uh, the, the Underworld type of movies and uh, obviously the Twilight. Well, see, I'm thinking of Underworld and Twilight and stuff. Even those I don't consider, like, traditional vampire movies. No, no. Underworld's no. this action, again, almost like the in like the Blade. Blade. It's yes. very similar to, like, a Blade-style thing. Exactly. Right, right. And then, you know, the Twilight movies were like a like a romance type of movie. Like, so, I mean, those aren't even really traditional vampire movies either. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what is a recent one that is a traditional one. They don't they don't even really make too many like that. You Probably know? not. You know, it's funny, though, the fact that they, they took that traditional route. What I read online was that the original director was supposed to be Richard Donner. Right. Oh, the Superman! He's the, the Superman, Superman guy, Superman and he, he did oh, Goonies. Yeah. And apparently, production was getting stalled. Why? He, uh, I'm not too sure why. So I don't know. He, if it was a he, fine. So he backed out. He backed out because he was going to do Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And so Donner's vision, believe it or not, was completely different. Instead of uh, instead of like kind of teens, he wanted kids of the age of like the Goonies, like super super young. Huh? Yeah. So the tone would have been. Extremely different. I don't think it would. So it wasn't going to be a scary vampire thing, or was it? it uh, well, it was supposed to be like a vampire esque kind of film, but but with, without the. See, Schumacher took it a different direction. He wanted he went more horror, horror type of thing. horror older kids. He wanted sexy looking. Yeah. You know, Patrick Dempsey's a good looking guy. Yeah. You got the the Corey kids in, inside there, and that was that was Schumacher's take on it, which yeah. I think was. I think that was the good move. I think if Donner made a Goonies vampire movie, I don't think we'd be podcasting on this movie today. I don't think it had had the same kind of vibe. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I don't think that would have worked either. You know, I mean, then you'd have, I mean, if, I don't think you could go full vampire thing because you wouldn't have little kids like killing little. Like, exactly. Little kids. Yeah. I, I yeah. That's that's a really good point. I don't think you can have a good vampire movie when you have 
when when the tone's different, when the tone is geared towards a younger audience. Oh yeah, no, this one worked well for sure. I mean, yeah, this one definitely holds up. And like I said, just the setting where it took place, like everything about it was very good. Besides, like you said, the the only thing that doesn't hold is like maybe the styles back in the '80s, but everything else. It's forgivable though. Hey, another thing that holds great, and I even owned it. Soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack. No, seriously, yeah. how good was the soundtrack? In my opinion, this was like the best soundtrack ever. Like in the history. Of, no, seriously, dude. Come on. You can't see me. My mouth is open right now. Like, no, no, no. In terms of in terms of the songs they played at the exact points of the movie that they played them, like it captured just the movie like perfectly. You can't tell. No, me I, no, I agree with you. It it, did, it does capture perfectly. I mean, the 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 theme song is haunting. You know that. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and even the the part where they're racing. Oh, and I love that scene where they're racing the motorcycles down the beach. Oh by yeah, the way. yeah. There's an awesome song on that part, and just although it's filled with it. And every time I hear the soundtrack, I think to that exact part of the movie. I know what part it's at in the movie. Come on, best soundtrack. What do? As a matter of fact, we should look up the soundtrack reviews and see what people say about it. I bet okay. you it's very popular. Okay. I know. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not did a, you not like the soundtrack? No, I did like the soundtrack. But that's a high state when we say it's the best soundtrack. Okay, what's a, I'm, I, You know what I'm... I'm I, I understand. Don't be upset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I feel you. No, it's it's good. It's haunting. Every time we hear that 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 music, it and it was like it brings you back and to most like... most of the songs on there, though, like were like 80s, like rock songs right who, yeah. did, who did like 80s rock oh yeah sure sure you it, know? Works. Yeah. it works oh come on it works. come on man <laughs> I don't know, right? you weren't enthused about it as I was obviously <laughs> no it's a good soundtrack but you know did you own the soundtrack no I didn't own the soundtrack I owned the soundtrack okay well then obviously you love the soundtrack on a cassette you tape Ed. you had to flip the cassette tape over like what's a cassette tape you had to flip it over <laughs> god how old are you oh Goodness. man come on yeah. um anything else no okay no. uh so rating one to ten, what do you give it? Uh, let's see, one to ten out of vampire movies, or just one to ten at both? Overall, okay. Both. Both. Overall, eight. An eight. You're going eight out of ten. Okay, good. As a vampire movie, nine. Yeah, it's high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I'll go double down on your same scale. I'll go okay. eight and nine. Yeah. Rewatchability too. I could pop this in whenever. You know, it seems like I throw this into the on the TV every like year or two yeah sure i mean sure. i've probably seen it well i mean over 10 times obviously you know over 10 times oh yeah yeah like i said i before you and i discussed doing this movie i was like hey that's so funny i watched it last month yeah. <laughs> see again so just by chance you just happened to i just happened to watch it yeah and i watch it and you're like are you ready for me like i just watched uh, it. i just I'm watched good. this i'm good just yeah. by, before i even mention just by chance yeah <laughs> and same thing with me that's why uh i said that because i just was going through some discs that i had over there as a lost boys i haven't watched that in a while i was all, i'm gonna put that in right now yeah and, yeah it's still you could throw it, that in it, it works you, th- it, you can throw it at any time the devices of the movie still work today and i think even, you know you were talking about i'm gonna hit on this probably the last thing even you were touching about the budget for the um the visual effects oh yeah you know uh for what it had the vampire effects when their faces did change and they did turn into vampires they looked good Oh yeah, yeah they yeah. looked good. Yeah, yeah. To me, they looked good. Oh, yeah. as a kid, it, it scared me. Yeah, they it were. really did. I mean, it, they were scary-looking guys. Kiefer and and his buddies looked very, very scary. When the head vampire vampire turned, I remember as a kid, I was. Oh, yeah, he, I was, he looked good too. He they looked all, really good. Yeah, they all looked good, and I think those effects, as far as like the vampire effects, uh, maybe not so much the flying ones. I those I, those might be a little dated, but like the vampire 
effects, makeup effects look good still. Fantastic. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it still works. It, it holds today. If you were to play that movie today, other than the 80s style, I think it would definitely succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. All right. Anything else? Nothing. I'm signing off on this one, Ed. All right. We're done. You can do another podcast one of these days? Yeah, that's good. There's no place like home. Bob, James, I'm going to make him an offer, can I'll be back. You be kind, mother... Say hello to my little friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Rose, we're going, we don't need Rose. We have a problem. This is Sparta! You shall not pass! Why so serious? I am serious. Now don't call me sure. I'm the king of the world! You idiot! Idiot! I am the father of snakes. Why did it have to be snakes?